and welcome everyone to today's news tonight the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests and our lovely patrons to discuss the day's gaming news i'm your host derek bittner and i'm joined today by ash polson and steve bowling and our special guest andrew of beta 64 welcome hello sir. i am andrew of beta 64 that's me. My <laughs> intro. Oh God, he's still in there beta is. and he's not working properly. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a pleasure to be here, guys. I'm very excited to talk about today's news tonight. Wow. Go figure. Right? <laughs> Go figure. Who knew that was what this was about? Yeah. And You've as we said well? uh, in the... Oh, go ahead, Derek. No, I was asking just how he was, how he was oh, doing because I, I doing? haven't really got the chance to talk to you since PAX East when I was actually allowed to you know, see people. Yeah, you have to talk, see, look mm-hmm. at, yeah. be near. No, it's, it's <laughs> been going pretty well. I, I've been working on my SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom episode for what feels like an eternity because <laughs> I've been in contact with the devs behind the game. We've been working things out. They're currently reviewing my script. And I am sitting here waiting for the day that I can start recording because it's it's going to be a good one. Is it the original or the remake? The original. The original. Okay. I I nice. know from talking to other YouTubers, she says he was shocked how massive the SpongeBob episode was, and then Ant Dude did it. You know, started coming SpongeBob games, massive amounts of views. It's amazing how beloved that game is. It's so. so I, good. I still feel kind of bad that when I played the remake. Eh. <laughs> no, I, no, I had I had the same thing. I played the remake and I was like, "Wow, it's nice." Ah, okay. And yeah. Now I'm going back to the original. Uh, maybe I'll yeah, kind of came and went at some point pretty quickly. Yeah, well, mm. I'm kind of glad in the sense of like I was going to actually release the episode with the remaster, but because the remaster didn't do like as well as I thought, I'm like, "Whew, okay." Because I, I I totally missed that. I was riding on. It. I was like, oh, I'm gonna get so many views from from all that search engine optimization with the mm. game releasing, and I and I missed it. But it do, it doesn't seem like it'll be too much of a detriment. Yeah, as as right. Rob Barman X says, points out the remake was rushed out for the movie, but the movie got delayed. So, oops. <laughs> that is, yep, yeah. yep, yeah. Do you think they would have delayed the game as well, give them more time because it needed it? Yeah, they never really updated it though, like at all. It was like one no. update. No, so. they didn't really bother. Right. Yeah, but. sounds about right. Oh, well. anyway. Yeah. Well, jumping into the day's news, uh, there was a bit of a hubbub last night after we finished recording. Uh, questions about Doom Eternal and whether or not it was canceled because all of a sudden people's pre-orders were getting canceled and refunded by GameStop and took a little bit for it to come out, all come out. Turns out that the physical edition of Doom Eternal on the Switch has been canceled. However, mm. it is still coming digitally, but for whatever reason, not physically, which is a little odd. Yeah, I, it yeah. makes me wonder if maybe they, they pivoted late in the game because someone decided, well, you know, Doom 2016 sales on Switch weren't that great. I don't know if they weren't that great, but it, it is a strange move to make so late in the game. I, I don't know if Microsoft's acquisition of Bethesda has anything to do with it. But it is. It does seem strange mm. to do this so so mm. close to release. How close to release exactly are we? We don't know. <laughs> a couple of weeks, right? Oh. <laughs> okay, I was like, maybe I missed it. We have it, no, like, we have release, no date. release date yet, Ash. We we oh, were for some reason I thought we did. I don't know why. Okay. No, no. It was supposed okay. to come out day and date with the other versions, but then hmm. got pushed back for whatever reason, and right. now we have no release date. So mm. we oh, are. My bad. We are very. 
we are very, very close. That's what I'm going to say. I've, I've yeah. heard the release date, and I've verified it, but oh, it's you? not my story to tell. But I'll just tell you, uh, we're really damned close. <laughs> so, for tomorrow. Um, without... Got it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Right <laughs> nice. now, I'm shadow dropping Doom Eternal on the Switch. World premiere. That's so weird. I could have sworn there was like a December announcement, but clearly I'm wrong. So there you go. But hey, it sounds like we're close I mean, anyway. So Maybe you just made a December announcement. So. Sure. Maybe I did. Um, hey, based on nothing. Yeah. whatsoever yeah so so yeah doom eternal i here's here's where i'm at with this i wonder if the game is too large for a switch card and mm. because nintendo i remember correctly i've heard rumblings over the years about just the price of those little cards and nintendo mm. being unwilling to produce them past a specific size i don't know what that is but um i doubt that doom eternal would be the one where they'd be like hey we're gonna release what 64 gig cards for for this game um so yeah i just i i could see it like maybe they just couldn't compress the game down enough to to fit on one of those switch cards and people didn't want to buy a retail box with a download code um so they've already just they've they've already released games with like where you have to download an update before you can play it right i'm trying to remember which ones they were but wasn't the original Doom like that? I think they got it all the game except for the multiplayer. And if you wanted to play the multiplayer on of the original Doom on Switch, you had to download. And I think Wolfenstein was similar. So it's it's been a common thing. We've seen it before. Yeah, yeah. If I had yeah. to guess, that would be that would be where I'm at with it. But uh, who knows? Hmm. Uh, we've got a quick note in the chat here from Bob Mario who says, "Steve, you're cutting out a little." I'm hearing him just fine, so I don't know what's yeah, going on there. Fine too. I know I'm having but. some weirdness on my end, but it sounds like I'm not cutting out, so that's good at least. But the, the stream is definitely <laughs> yeah. buffering on my end. You sound so, great. So just so you all know how, how the stream works, since we're, <laughs> since we're getting a little technical, uh, we broadcast everything to Derek, and Derek rebroadcasts that out to you. So if he can hear me, then that means that it's got to be something between, on the YouTube side, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. uh, sorry, and, sorry guys. Hopefully that'll level out. But yeah. and in the Finos demand version, yeah, <laughs> we'll have, we'll have my raw audio. <laughs> exactly. Got me make sure that does not happen. By the way, I love how this sound will stay in. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no a cuts bit of here. Shooting for you Friday night. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it is what it is. Uh, well, how long of how long does it take to produce a switch cartridge? Because if we're that close, if we're if we're that close, it just seems weird. Because like either they weren't planning to produce them, or they were planning to produce it later. Because like if we're like say two weeks away from release, there's no way they can produce in two weeks like the cartridge. Mm-hmm. They must have canceled it earlier well, or see, something like that. So so right. I think I think this is all just a case of really really poor communication, right? Because yeah, you're right. That. Like they they. Bethesda or whoever uh, had to inform retailers that they were not going to be able to fulfill their orders for physical copies because they weren't going to make them. And presumably, I don't know how retail acquisition works, but they have to have already paid, you know, their wholesale price for the cartridges. Right. So then mm-hmm. Bethesda or whoever has to refund them or, or, you know, maybe even further up the chain, like they refund a distributor, distributor informs, you know, whatever. Right. Multiple mm-hmm. layers of of bullshit happen here and then you don't get your (laughs) switch card in the end uh so the reasons why are a little weird but it it might just be something like 
oh, hey, you know, we, we decided not to do this. We're scrapping this project. We've refunded the companies. And then finally GameStop today was like, okay, now we've got to refund all the pre-orders. And so right. that's when finally yeah. someone was forced to say something. So this could have all happened months ago for all we know. And GameStop is finally like, you know, getting all up right. off their own hands and saying, <laughs> here's your money back. And now we have to, and you know, then that gets people asking like, well, where the hell is Doom Eternal going? <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, kind of like a, a, a trickle down effect, if you will, but who knows? I, I mean, it could also have just been an, an oh shit hair on fire moment and <laughs> every, everything gets thrown in the furnace hit all that panic once, button yeah it, literally yeah yeah panic button hits the panic button so yeah it's a it's a good question and one that i wish you know we had a long discussion last night about transparency in the game industry and how it's not mm. great this is yeah. a perfect example of where a little of that might have gone a yeah. long way yeah that's true <laughs> enough <laughs> yep well <laughs> I want to know how you guys feel about a Tetris movie, but not in the way you're probably thinking. You hear Tetris movie, you think an adaptation a la Pixels or something like that. No, a Tetris, the Tetris movie is coming to Apple TV and is actually going to be telling the story of how the game was made. And there is some good uh, production behind this. Uh, Taron Egerton is going to be starring. Uh, it hmm. is going to be directing by be directed by John S. Baird, who did Stan and Ollie, which I actually watched on a plane and really enjoyed. Um, and I believe, I've, uh, and the Rocket Man producer Matthew Vaughn is going to be producing this as well. Uh, so yeah, Egerton's playing Hank Rogers, a Dutch video game designer who first secured the rights to distribute Tetris on consoles where it found popularity. He was heavily involved in a dispute that arose over the franchise's copyright in 1980s. Noah Pink is the one pinning the screenplay. So, uh, they're still finalizing the cast and all that, but that could be a really interesting movie. I'd say uh, so. I, yeah. I give it 50-50 odds. <laughs> like, sure. 50-50. That's fair. I, I think I think about like some good biographical movies, like The Founder, which is, if, if you've I need to see it, that. it's like the, the story of McDonald's. And mm. I never realized oh. what an asshole <laughs> the, man, oh. the man that is mythologized as being. <laughs> what is this movie called that I'm writing down right the, now? The Founder. The Founder. It, it, it stars uh, Michael Keaton. I, yeah, that's why I wanted is, to see oh, it. Oh, right. Okay. It is yeah, I remember that. Excellent. Yeah. But then you have like the Steve Jobs movies, both of which were bad. Like Michael Fassbender is a pretty great actor, but that Steve Jobs movie sucked. And then you have the really bad Ashton Kutcher Steve Jobs movie, which is just like I didn't want to see Kelso try yeah. to be serious for two hours. But yeah. here we are. Um, um, I know I I don't know if it's, Stan and Ollie was also another one of those movies that were um, uh, based on a true story. It showed the final tour of. Uh, the comedic duo Stan and Ollie and um, just how they all went through there. And it's, it's bittersweet and you get some of the classic things and really well acted, really well done. Um, You know, I I enjoyed that and hopefully Andrew's okay because he's, his video is stuck on my head. (laughs) Sorry. I don't know what happened. Hold up. Let me just turn off. (laughs) Yeah. His audio is fine, but he's actually hilarious. He looks really interested right now. What a freeze frame. Okay, let me let me back out of it and come back. It actually okay. it might even be better. I can just switch cameras and then back. There you go. And there, there you are. Don't, there it is. That hey. the, the joke is that actually it wasn't broken. That was that is my real expression. Oh, okay. Just, just the whole kept time. that the entire time. <laughs> but just the whole time without moving. 
I, uh, I don't have Apple TV, so I, I don't know how I'll watch this, but it sounds interesting. I think there's some real, there, there's some potential here. I mean, I, I definitely see where Steve's coming from 50, 50, you know, video game related movie productions tend not to be great, but I do think there's a chance here. This certainly sounds like it has a lot more potential than, do you guys remember back in 2016, there was this rumor going around that, or this, this, I guess, maybe now false report going around that Tetris was going to be a sci-fi movie trilogy. How, do you guys remember how? Yeah, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. I do. Oh, I was God. going over my head. Like, how yeah. would you do that? I can't even. Yeah. This sounds both way more sensical and a lot less interesting than what we're actually getting. Because I, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm sure it would have been shit, but I would have loved to see how in the world they would have reimagined Tetris as a sci-fi movie trilogy. That said, I do think it's better positioned as a, you know, documentary about the, the creation of the game. And oh, absolutely. Origins. Yeah. I, I do. I do really <clears throat> want though, if, if we get nothing else someday, I want like a gritty ass trailer for like a Tetris. Uh-huh. Movie. <laughs> there was with, a, with your, with your angry action narrator. Don't you remember yeah. there, it was years ago. There was a Tetris like trailer where Tetris blocks are falling from the sky and yes. lining up with buildings. And yes. Yeah. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. So kind of, <laughs> No, I yeah, think this sounds really cool. I mean, I love documentaries. I would have been fine if this was literally just a documentary. Like, mm-hmm. but but what right. it's just it's doing something. I don't know if I'd call it unique because I mean, of course, it's been done. But if it does it well, I'll call that unique. It's it's just yeah. all based yeah. on how much work they're willing to put into this. And I, I don't have Apple TV, so I guess I'm not watching it though. Yeah, that's the that's the sad well, part. Rip. Well, I, since I you brought up, it's uh, interesting because a lot of these types of movies have come out. We've seen like you know. The true, the real life sports stories, the real life tech genius yeah. stories, the real life, yeah. you know, like the founder, like how this all started. Not a lot for video games, like maybe the King of Kong, but that's again more documentary based. And yeah, well, there's yeah. a lot going on with the King of Kong right now. Too. Oh yeah, that's for sure. So yeah. to us, to us to get start getting that those type of movies, I think is a good sign. Uh, and Tetris is, yeah, I don't know how interesting the story is we'll find out i guess there is a lawsuit involved so who knows but that's always interesting yeah yeah you know based I, on our, um, one of us subscribes <laughs> yeah we'll have a movie speaking night. of gaming yeah, documentaries i do want to confirm for both the chat and for you andrew if you haven't seen it that high score on netflix is a really good six episode video game documentary narrated by mm. charles martinet and my I wife actually I have thing. seen it I oh, have seen it's it. It's great, right? I only got to see like half of them, but the ones that I okay. did watch were really nice because yeah, I lost and my the Netflix. The whole series is like that. Oh, oh gotcha. Okay. So I didn't get to finish it, but I did get to see half of it. And they like, um, I'm trying to think of which one. I really like the Doom one. The Doom one was uh-huh. really, really interesting. I just, yeah. I'd love hearing the stories of like early game development where like it can be one, two, three people and then they can change the way that games were made forever. Like just yeah yeah it, it, this Tetris movie, I would love to see how the how this this one guy and I did they have a team actually no it it was one Russian guy yep I just it's funny because like Tetris yeah. is so big and so popular but I thinking about it I don't really know a whole lot about Tetris's like development Not and how it was made really I I feel I know everything about the Atari Every, I know so much about ET I probably know more than the actual developer of ET. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's just nice. all et atari the game crash those are all done to death but i don't see tetris as much so i think this would be really 
really interesting to see. Mm-hmm. As Rob and X implies, maybe there's a Beta 64 episode. Beta Tetris 64 and- Tetris. <laughs> Man, skip out on original Mario Bros. Sonic Tetris. Now, I mean, a, depending on how how much info there is, it might be. It might be it, happening. It was this, the system seller for the Game Boy. So, like, That's I remember my, my mother like on trips would like, "Hey, give me the Game Boy. I want to play Tetris." And... I played the game. I'd play Tetris Game Boy too. I love that game so much. Oh well, that's like you know so one of the all time greats. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I would probably say that Tetris is one of my favorite video games that was ever been made, just because of how much time and how many times I bought Tetris and still have fun. <laughs> It's, it's, it's so one of those good. things I don't think about, but then, you know, I play it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Like, I really enjoy it, but I just don't yeah. think about it as, like, all-time favorites. Mm. I just don't, but Tetris Effect, there. Puyo Puyo I mean, Tetris. whether it's mm. – oh, Tetris kind of Effect is just wonderful. It's That's beautiful. probably my favorite version of Tetris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, regardless of whether it's your favorite or not, I think, you know, everybody can objectively agree that it's, you know – one of the very most impactful games of all time, regardless of whether you like it or not. Oh, or yeah. Or play it at all yeah. or not. You know, there's just no doubt. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real quick, Rob Arman X in the chat is saying, if anyone has Game Pass, get Tetris Effect connected, and that is a hard agree. I am <laughs> that on Game Tetris Pass guy, now? And I love that game. Mm-hmm. I've heard yeah. really good things. I, I like Tetris Effect normally, so multiplayer with it sounds good to me. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Well, continuing the film news, I guess we'll go with that. Mm. Uh, It it was known earlier that a Last of Us TV series was being developed for HBO, but that wasn't a guarantee that it was actually going Mm. to happen. However, today, Hollywood Reporter uh, reported, (laughs) go figure, that HBO has greenlit the Last of Us TV series. And that's from the guy who brought us um, Chernobyl. I think he's the showrunner. He's writing the right. show. It's a good pedigree. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, he and the game's writer and creative director is going to be uh, a, a, assisting as well, Neil, Neil uh, Druckmann. So oh, wow. yeah, wow, we'll there. I guess they can finally go forward on that and see how it all turns out. But I mean, it makes I, this feels like HBO. Like that's yeah, like yeah. Not quite Walking Dead, but also like we need to find our next Game of Thrones, and this this might be it. Yeah, I mean, oh, man. this mm, that, this mm. seems like it makes sense. I think ends I, you know, well. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm sure it has a happy ending, right? <laughs> no, sure. Um, oh, I, love I it. mean, I can't say that I'm like super excited for it, just because I feel like I already played a game that is so heavy handed in its storytelling, as it's supposed to be. But I feel like I already got the cinematic Last of Us experience. But I guess that's, that's a very good point. Against, right. But I mean, I'm not against seeing a new interpretation of that story on, on the small screen. So, you know, I'm not like champing at the bit for it, but yeah, I'll exactly. certainly check it out when it comes out. Yeah. That That yeah. is just a very good point. Just saying like how cinematic The Last of Us is, it feels like you're watching <laughs> right. a movie already. Mm-hmm. And now it's yeah. just going to be a movie. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, right. sure. Maybe, you know, or maybe they know that, and they'll they'll take the the HBO adaptation in a different direction. Maybe they'll maybe. introduce some story variations, or maybe it won't even be about Joel and Ellie. Like maybe it's a, a oh, like I, a story set in that world. Who knows? Would right? they? I don't know. I, I, feel, I, like feel, I feel like it probably going to be Joel and Ellie. Yeah, I probably, I think yeah. that the best opportunity is to. You know the the first game. You know you're traveling over the course of what six, nine months. 
and uh, cross country. Yeah. yeah. There's, There's a lot you don't see. Plenty of room to expand upon that. Get some real, True. you know, good emotional connection between the two and real good dying death. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, can't, can't wait. A lot of good stabby action. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can we just like start past the intro of the game though? Can we not ever see that happen again? Does that? Oh no, they're they're gonna the most horrifically gonna... awful way to begin any game. I can do without seeing that again. They'll relish in it. That'll be the whole oh, first you know episode. Will we'll just be down. that. Yeah, that'll yeah. it'll end with Absolutely. that shot. At the, the, what the prologue is. Yeah. Oh God, I'm already dreading that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gut wrenching, but it would make for good television, especially if you've never watched, if you've never mm-hmm. played The Last of Us. So, True. Right. I don't know. I, I I'm kind of with Meow Sticks from the chat. I think this would be another fifty fifty shot for me. Like it could be really really good, or they could just completely miss with this, and it could feel like later seasons of The Walking Dead kind of bad. Like I wonder, yeah, because mm. there's a certain suspension of disbelief with like clickers and stuff like that because you're in a video game and you don't expect everything to be photorealistic. But once you True. throw real people in there against crazy spore monsters, like mm. it, it might be a bit much. So I wonder if they're going to play with the enemy designs or with the infected designs for this to make them jive a little bit better with reality. Maybe, well, but I feel like them that, looking like that is... Iconic. almost better yeah it's, it's yeah it's more iconic and more it makes them more than just zombies well it's funny that you say that steve because you say willing suspension of disbelief with the clickers and such but we are currently living through an actual global pandemic that thankfully just happens not to be cordyceps so it, it isn't necessarily as far as maybe it used to be i don't think so maybe the maybe it'll resonate in a different way since we are actually living through a real pandemic just a much less scary it'll, it'll awful, just be joel legal. and ellie going through a supermarket where no one's wearing a mask yeah <laughs> oh, nice. we gotta hide that Get you down. know what i would watch that with with their quips and the way they talk to one another i would watch that actually i mean <laughs> now, now i'm just imagining um joel doing his whole stealth gameplay and attacking people to anybody that's not wearing a mask it's like <laughs> yeah just putting a yeah. mask on him from behind not even hurting him it's just like okay mask yeah, yeah. Meowstix put it perfectly put joel and ellie in literally any situation it, it would be like and you know watching morgan freeman read the phone book that would be incredibly Ooh. arresting as well so yeah <laughs> what they could put them in any it's morgan freeman man he's got the man most the last of voice. us is I'm... so much like morgan freeman reading a phone book. <laughs> well joel and ellie you know joel oh, okay. and ellie being so arresting we, we just, in any we situation. just got the title of this episode <laughs> oh nice nice <laughs> write that down <laughs> oh our man x agrees yo ash gets it thank you our man x i appreciate it <laughs> oh my gosh Oh boy! Well, this this is pretty interesting. Our next topic. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been following Demon Souls too much on PS5, but uh, a big talking point has been this brand new door in the game. Everybody's wondering yep. what's behind the door. What is what is behind there? And everybody's been trying to figure out what the heck it's all about. And somebody finally figured out how to do that, and it was. A uh, guy by the name of Distortion Two, <laughs> and they're getting arrested right now. Twitter, yeah, yep. As always, there's You're always at least one siren on my end because I live <laughs> right above a busy street in LA. It's like a running gag. You weren't supposed mm. to know what was behind the door. Let's get them, <laughs> right? <laughs> so basically, what it comes down to to open the door, you need to collect the new ceramic coin item, 
And mm-hmm. it's apparently limited for each one, like each playthrough. So you need to do multiple new game pluses in order to collect enough oh. of it. Uh, but the guy's goal, I think, was to collect 60 of them and hoping like maybe that'll be enough. He got around 30 um, and tried to open the like talk to somebody. He's like, ah, you be able to actually trade in for something. It was giving a key. So he immediately bolted to the door, opened it up. And the reward is a brand new um, uh, armor set. So, oh, yawn. Um, I thought. Yeah, I thought it's the way you're leading up to. It, I was like a brand yeah. new car. Yeah, I was hoping it would be like an ice key or something. That's what I'm really. <laughs> we well, got the yeah. ice key for the ceramic thing, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah so it's a new armor set that apparently anything. looks kind of cool. But I mean, that's. Let's be honest, whatever was behind the door was not going to be as cool as trying to figure it out. As the journey. That's that's not true at all, man. What do you want? What did you want behind the door? I wanted them to go like Silent Hill with this and just give you like a a laser gun or something that doesn't fit at all. (laughs) See, I thought you were going to go all of a sudden it was a Shiba Inu at a control panel (laughs) controlling all the (laughs) events of Demon's Souls. That I would be super down really cool. One of the secret items, Ash, you can probably help me out on this, but I swear to God there was like a laser gun in one of the Silent Hill games that you could unlock. Yes. Just one-shotted everything. Silent Hill 3. I I I think it's called... I think like, it's called the Heather de- Bean, if I remember yeah. correctly. Give, yeah. give my Demon Souls character a Hawaiian shirt and a pistol, and let him just sort out the <laughs> yeah. the rest of the world after See, that. Like now that oh, you mentioned right, it, that is cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, now I do love. Mentioned- I love mysteries like this, though. Like it started with with my. I was absolutely obsessed with the stop and swap thing back in the day. Yeah. I'm actually published on Game Facts or Game FAQs because of a stop and swap FAQ I wrote. When I was like, what, probably 14, 15 or something. It's still up there. Um, <laughs> but but I, I love mysteries like this. And Bluepoint has a, has a pedigree for this, right? Like in Shadow of the Colossus, they also had kind of an enduring mystery that you know, players initially didn't know how to open a certain door. And hmm. it, it became clear later how to do that. But Bluepoint has a history of doing this. And even if the reward inevitably can't be as cool as the mystery of figuring out how to right. open the door... I do love stuff like this. I just, mm. and, and there are games to wait, like it still haunts me. Like if you go back to Lufia 2, uh, in, in that game's uh, ending sequence, there's a door you can't open. Chrono Cross, the developer ending, there's a door you can't open. Mm. And you can even examine it and say, this door seems to be completely shut. There's nothing behind there. People have data mined the game. There's nothing, but stuff like that gets me. And I just, I love <laughs> when mysteries like this actually get solved and there's actually something behind these True. doors. Well, how many how many new game pluses did it take? Did it say? I I'm not sure. That's uh, a lot of work. Quick read here. It's just um, it's just I can't imagine going through multiple new game pluses to get an armor set that could that'll make it easier. Like, but not even like at a fun kind of easier. So you need twenty. Hmm. Or is it so just? Pro- is it it just says cosmetic? the process involves playing Demon Souls in Fractured Mode, a new mirror mode Blue Point created that flips the world. You can initiate the mode with the statue in the Nexus by spending twenty five thousand souls. From there, it's a matter of getting your world tendency status to pure black or and or pure white, and and scouring the land for ceramic coins in specific hidden locations. Uh, these coins are a finite collectible per pl- per playthrough. And to get the key to the secret door, you'll need to accumulate 26 of them, so it'll take at least a couple of New Game Plus runs with the same character. Uh, they can't be given away to other players or duped, so don't even bother trying. With a stockpile of 26 ceramic coins, you can trade them uh, trade them all with the, with Sparkly the Crow in the Shrine of Storms for the key. And let me see the specific locations to see how many there are 
exactly. Uh, doesn't say it, just, it links to a thing where it's like tenth or eleventh coin, so maybe only ten per playthrough. Cool. Okay. It's, so is this funny. armor? Is this is this armor like just better or is it just cosmetic? Uh, That's the question, right? Like, yeah, does it do know. anything other? But because, like, even if it is just cosmetic, I guess it would be kind of like, hey, I'm the guy. I'm the guy that opened the door. I'm the guy who played <laughs> four yeah. playthroughs for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Richard Richard Herrera puts it in good perspective. The game just came out last week. It's it's true. Like, it's easy to think of Shadow of the Colossus being further in the rearview mirror, but it only took players a week to really hone in on this. So that's interesting. true. Here, I'll put the uh, link in our Discord so you can see it for yourself, what the armor looks like. It doesn't look that special, but I don't know what stats. So I, I don't know if it's something to it get looks excited like, about. Straight up, it looks like Dark Souls armor to me. I hate to say that. I know they are different. I know that you know, the, the, the suits of armor and, and such are all different. But just from someone on the outside looking in who doesn't play a lot of Dark Souls, that just looks like Dark Souls armor to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been playing Demon Souls, and I'm like, that looks neat. Or Demon Souls, I'm never bad, gonna Dark get Souls. it. Yeah, well, Demon yeah. Souls, Dark Souls, kind of. Yeah. For for the purpose of this discussion, very same same kind of exactly thing. exactly. Yeah. I, I'm trying to look up of like why what like what's special about this armor, and I I nobody's talking about stats. It's just the fact that I don't know. Up the door. So that must mean thing. it doesn't have a. Google. Do you need better armor if you've run through three new game pluses already? <laughs> like, that was exactly yeah, my that point. Too. It's yeah, like, good point. Make the game even easier. Yeah, so like, woo, man! I've only beat this three times. <laughs> Going to need this to get through this fourth run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come on. On mirror, on mirror mode. Yeah. You know, yeah. got mirror mode. It makes it so much more difficult. Oh, yeah. yeah, trophy armor at that point uh, says meow sticks pretty much. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's really just to show off that you're good at Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. To be fair, but that's it... exactly the kind of game that the player base would want to show off their skill for. So, oh yeah, I guess it's true. That is a good point. But that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like, woo! It took uh, only a week. That's that's surprising, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it's not super surprising. Gamers be gamers. Yeah, you give them a task, and uh, people will just go out of their way yeah. for it. To, I guarantee it pers- by the end of the weekend, somebody's going to have every character in Hyrule Warriors, level 99, <laughs> everything unlocked, mm. oh, ev- yeah. all the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, Luxiel puts it in good perspective, at least for me. He says, dude, this is like having 100 skull tulas and such. And to be fair, when you when you put it in the frame of reference of a Zelda good game, point. I'm like, okay, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Now I get it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, now yeah. I understand. That's you still over tre- my that, be like, look at my Nintendo 64. <laughs> this I did is a e- complete save file. <laughs> I did everything yeah, yeah. in Ocarina of Time. Cool, what's it get you? A bigger wallet. What do you spend it on? Nothing. <laughs> that yeah. infinite gold rupee is still, to my mind, one of the most tremendous disappointments, uh, rewards mm. for, for mm. you know, completing some milestone in any game ever. I, I remember thinking, it's whatever you get for 100 school tool, it has to be the coolest thing ever, right? Now, infinite gold rupee when you literally don't need rupees ever again. Ah, yeah. man. Like, well, okay. yeah. I mean, but but the, it, the journey, right? It's about the journey. It's, it's the yeah, the, ju- the journey. Uh, Dennis J, 900 Korok seeds. Yeah, 900 yeah. Korok seeds, perfect. Seed. Yeah, yeah. That That is, yeah, Nintendo loves just giving you the finger as soon yeah, as you Nintendo has kind of the worst rewards for doing all their stuff. Like sometimes you'll get mm-hmm. good ones like in Mario Galaxy 2. Uh I enjoyed the Luigi mode in the original Galaxy, unlocking that. Mm-hmm. Maybe played the game again completely. So, I was that was down. But Zelda games 
Zelda games but, aren't great for 100% completion. But getting those Korok seeds, I mean, it did give the opportunity for articles to read, you literally get poop by 100% Breath uh-huh. of the Wild. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean... And you're doing it again long. in Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> the the yeah. only thing I will say positive about Hestu's gift is that it did allow me to insert a fart into a Game Explain video. See? So, <laughs> there's that that is very important. Thank you, yeah. Nintendo. That, and that is Thank the gift you. that just keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a uh, this isn't a completion reward or anything, but Richard, Richard Herrera just brought up still one of the best enduring Easter eggs in any Zelda game, which is the Chris Houlihan room in Link to the Past. I that just feels like one of those things that doesn't actually exist, but when you try it, it does, mm-hmm. and it's just really cool that it's still in the game. And the first time I saw that, I was like, "This is so neat." Also, I mean, the, him having the last name Houlihan is, is yeah. probably uh-huh. the best part of that because you're like, "That's definitely fake." <laughs> yeah, I'm right. I yeah, I'm like, all right, liar. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> let's test your metal. <laughs> like, oh, that that's in there. I feel, I feel bad about myself. Oh, I didn't know about this. Charlie <laughs> oh. Bird says. Then there's the error Hulahan room in Cadence of Hyrule. I didn't oh, know about that. Didn't I didn't play that, that much either. Cadence of Hyrule, mm. so that's cool. Yeah, Itiono it, Ben in the chat makes a good point. 100% completion rewards are inherently tricky. If you're given a special tool, it'll be useless since you've already done everything. And if it's more levels, then you still haven't finished everything. Right. Fair. Yeah. You know what, though? Give me give me something at the end of 100% completion that I can then take to a new game plus and just kick the game's ass again with it. Like, that's right. that's the ideal True. reward for mm-hmm. me. Like, if I love a game enough to 100% it, and you give me, like, a really great weapon or power at the end, then I'll be like, yeah, I'll start over with this. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid's really good about that. Mm-hmm. Just in general. Like, you were the not first anymore. game. The whole series is good. Well, not mm-hmm. anymore, but MGS1 Rip. was really good about that. Yeah. I think 2 and 3 as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chicago typewriter. Oh, and Resident Evil too. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 4 and, yeah. Yep. Cool stuff. Well, continuing on, uh, we had a sale recently. Uh, a rare sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers 3 sold for $156,000 at auction. Oh, geez, Breaking the record set <laughs> earlier this year by Super Mario Brothers, uh, which held the record at $114,000. Um, and or I guess it was July. So here's the interesting thing about this one. It was... It was not only uh, in top condition, like sealed in box, but the packaging itself was rare. Uh, as Heritage Auctions explains, this is from Nintendo Everything, by the way. While the condition of the game is remarkable, what makes the copy even more singular is the layout of the packaging itself. Exceeding, exceedingly rare are sealed copies with the word Bros formatted to the left, covering one of Mario's signature white gloves. Collectors have spent years looking for such a version, the earliest in the Super Mario Bros. 3 production history, and usually come up empty-handed. So this was the special of this special, because in my mind, it's like Super Mario Brothers super mario brothers 3 really but no because it has the, the text covering mario's uh right hand I... that's what makes it extra special making it meaning it's a much earlier version and yeah well i uh, didn't know that at all i didn't yeah. know there were multiple boxes me neither every time every time i read a story like this it reminds me that life is unfair <laughs> <laughs> right you're telling me that that I could pay off my house if I happen to find a weird Mario box. That um, honestly, I don't have the box, but I kind of want to look at my mm-hmm. co- my cartridge because it's my one I had as a kid. It's like, do I have the Mario that covers the hand or not? And the, if yeah, I threw out then the, you'll just be really angry that you threw the box. Exactly. Let me see if I get yeah, really exactly. angry. I'm gonna be right back. <laughs> yeah. you know what? I'm gonna grab my boxed copy of Mario Three too. I'll be right back. 
just like, oh my gosh, God. I'll give you ten dollars. Yeah. Every time I hear stuff like this, it just makes me regret. Right. Apparently, like, I got know. a later production oh. version because mine is not covering the hand. Dang. Nice. What, do, mine what is still in a box number? somewhere. I'm sure I have a regular one, though. I it should have a revision number on there. Yeah. If, I wonder if, how much the like, cartridge would go for. Oh, probably not much. I think Mario yeah. Brothers 3 is probably like 60 bucks or something like that. Hmm. See, all I knew Even was that... variant version, though. I, oh, I didn't I know. know that... Well, I did know that there were like two versions of Mario Brothers, like cartridge versions, where it's like one has misspellings in the game from bad translations and the other one doesn't. It's like, Ooh, version, okay. I think it says on it like revision 1.1 or something like that. I lied. If that's, you lied. <laughs> well. No, I, I, so my box copy of Mario 2 is, or Mario 3 is downstairs, but I do have my box copy of Mario 2. I never kept the boxes. It's, it's formatted yeah. to the left. Yeah. yeah, look at that. I, there's there's nothing special or magical about this one. Also, it's out of focus. Yeah. But, well, they, uh, they were cardboard. So, and you're so used as kids like toss out cardboard that you never yeah. kept it. I kept the construction manuals. I know. But, I wish uh, I'd had the foresight. I mean, I, I do have some quite a few boxes for for whatever reason. I kept a lot of the boxes from the GBA. That's uh, when I started GBA keeping the cardboard boxes. When I realized, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> So I still have some of those, but you know those aren't going to be anywhere near as valuable as something like this. No. So what are you going to do? Although, uh, well, it's like it's a little earlier than GBA, but uh, the article also mentioned uh, it was worth noting that a sealed copy of Pokemon Red uh, sold for eighty four thousand dollars as part of today's auction, which is the highest price ever paid for a Pokemon title, and it was four. It was more than four times its pre sale estimate. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Dang, dude. <laughs> well, I, uh, I don't have a yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I don't have a box me. copy of Mario Three to check, but I do have my cartridge packed away in a box still at the moment. So uh, when we do unpack that box, you can bet I'll be checking where the placement of Brothers is. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna case. go downstairs after this. After we're done recording tonight, find my copy of Mario Three, my boxed copy of Mario Three, and see and see where the uh, hand hand placement is. Everybody's checking. Like, do we have money for this? Like, is we 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 sitting on money we didn't realize. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. This is like Antiques Roadshow for a very, very specific Yo. subset of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Meowstick says, I have a Pokemon Blue uh, Game Boy cartridge, cartridge with the box and manual and everything assign, signed by Nob, one of the translators. That's pretty cool. Nob is yeah. really great. That's man. cool. That's cool. Oh, okay. So Nob is apparently the translator, the most important one for the early t- titles. That's pretty cool. Interesting. I Dennis J says, that. Steve, if you're not on next week's uh, shows, we know why. Same thing with me. If, if I suddenly disappear, you can safely assume that I found a super rare version of uh, this cartridge. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm just going to level with you in the chat here. Uh, $175,000 sounds like a lot. but uh, It's not. It's really no, it's not. not actually. It's, it's really, really yeah. It's like really you would get to pay off some mortgages, but that's about it. Maybe yeah. some mortgages. Maybe. Here what in LA, that'll get, that'll get you one month rent of, uh, in a studio. Right here in yeah. LA. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not going to pay off my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seventy one hundred seventy-five is a lot for a game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For yes. for a game, it's for a, a huge game. amount. I'd be like, for a house, I, I paid off my van. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Even if it isn't that much in context, if anybody wants to give me one hundred seventy-five k, I'm not going to turn it down. Don't get yeah, me wrong we, here. We definitely told you guys not to buy a sixty-dollar games at the top yeah. of the show. But one hundred seventy-five thousand, one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Boy, you know, I'll, I'll do it for exactly. the meme. I'll do it yeah. for the meme. <laughs> yeah, the meme. <laughs> 
Oh, goodness. Well, moving yeah, where's, on. Where's Mr. Beast when you need him? Yeah, seriously. He's the one who bought the copy. Ah, there oh, you go. Probably. He's broke now. And then he's going to raffle it off like a nice guy. And he's going to be like, yeah. we're giving it away for free. Just retweet. there you go oh goodness well moving on uh got more sony news as uh playstation playstation ceo jim ryan is talking once again and has gave a little hint that an xbox game pass style service is in the works for the playstation 5 though i read the article and it doesn't seem to give that much info on it it's just like yeah, there's more news to come, <laughs> yeah. but we don't have it right now. And then he just sort of, I... like promoted I mean, PlayStation yeah. Now and yeah. the PlayStation Plus collection. Yeah. But apparently, whenever they're I see the word into hints, it. whenever you see the word hints at something, it's like, is it really? Is it though? No, is it though? It doesn't. I mean, really I, seem I, like it. in this case, I would be surprised if he isn't hinting at something that's really coming because you know that that PlayStation has seen the overwhelming success in oh, value. Oh yeah inherent in xbox game pass so why wouldn't they want to have what? some sort of answer 100 well, percent agree with that well this sorry no, <laughs> i just want to bring this up uh, that the in the vg 24 7 article that it comes from uh it sony uh, has uh repeatedly shot down the idea of a game pass in the past deeming it unsustainable and calling its first party releases too clean and pure to exist on a subscription service <laughs> too as a, clean another. and pure yeah that sounds those, like a that wow. sounds like some square enix nonsense oh, yeah what does that even like mean that? Yeah. i don't even know what that clean means yeah. our game is what? so clean and pure we wouldn't dare yeah. charge you a subscription fee what is that what i yeah, i sure don't know yeah um, yeah so yeah i'm i'm with I'm, I'm with Ash on this one that they have to be eyeing this very closely. Like mm, Game oh, Pass yeah. is is good press, and somehow it works. I don't pretend to understand how the hell it works financially. Is it like um, Movie Pass and yeah. Microsoft's just going to go out of money soon? Right. That's a question. Is is Microsoft taking a hit on this? I've talked that's to true. a few developers who have games on Game Pass, and they seem to be very happy with whatever their arrangement is. Obviously, mm, really? I'm not, you know I'm not privy to those details, but they've told me like. Yeah, it makes money for them. So I don't know if Microsoft just knows that this is going to draw in lots of people um, and, and that that's how they're going to manage to pay for all this. Because I imagine you get paid like by the download <coughs> or something to that effect, right? It's mm-hmm. not just going to be, hey, we're going to pay you a monthly fee forever <laughs> as long as your game is on mm-hmm. Game Pass. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, you know, I imagine that, you know, Microsoft has found a way to make this work. Otherwise, they wouldn't keep adding stuff to it. Yeah, true. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that Sony would be wise to look at it. I think also, though, you know, they're like news to come. But then in the same breath, he mentions PlayStation Now, which is objectively not Game Pass. Like, that mm. is... Right. How does PlayStation Now stream? work? Yeah, I don't actually exactly. know. I've never really looked into PlayStation yeah, Now. Yeah, I've never looked into it. I've tried it a few times uh a couple e3s back sony gave me like access to four or five playstation now games because they wanted me to check it out and i tried them and i was like this is terrible (laughs) this this is like playing games over a very bad internet connection which makes a lot of sense um and i i dipped out of the tech real fast um and they haven't really been pushing it since then so i imagine there hasn't been any real substantial improvement in the last three years or so Mm. um because I think they purchased a company 
Gaikai, I think it was, that was into this streaming tech and just kind of said, hey, you guys work on PlayStation things only now. (laughs) Um, So I don't think that they've put quite the thought and effort into it that Microsoft or even Google has, Mm -hmm. or even Amazon, now that I think about it. Um, Oh, is Amazon doing eh, something like that? I think they're planning to do something like that. They they have, hold on, let me see if I have it here. Uh, I got Stadia recently, actually. Oh, really? Oh, really? They have... They free. have the Amazon Luna controller, which oh, looks yeah. remarkably like another controller oh, we're all okay. very familiar with. Yeah, I remember um, that. So for, I, picked for up the, I picked up the service. I thought it would be Stadia. neat to check out. There we go. Oh, man. Dude, oh, no. He's going to one-up with... I love how we're pulling out controllers. Security Wars? Because I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Yo. Like, I've, nice. I've got two controllers I don't use. Wait, what's that other uh, one? I don't even know. Is that the... Like, my, my first thought was the Ouya. Oh, so we've got uh, Stadia uh-huh. right here, mm-hmm. which actually I, I like the design of this controller. It's cute, and it actually feels okay to use. I really uh, like the Stadia controller. Then I've got Amazon Luna, which is... Oh, okay. So their... I thought the Stadia controller was white, so that's why I was confused. Oh, yeah, they make like three colors. They have uh, okay. this this navy blue, the white that Andrew's got, and then they have like a weird dentist office green one. Ooh. Ew. <laughs> Yeah, I have yeah, an OG nice. shield lying around here somewhere. It's not within arm's reach, but I do have a an OG like shield 1.0 design the battle model of controllers. Lying around yeah, here. I, I don't have anything. I, all I got is my Switch controllers from when I was playing Hyper oh, earlier. Nice. That's a good oh, one. you know, since we're since we're on a tangent about controllers, real quick, because <laughs> it didn't make the news because it was only in Japanese. The Splatoon Pro controller is getting re-released in Japan. Oh, really? For oh. the holidays this year, as part of a bundle, it's like a hundred. $20 and you get Splatoon 2 the pro <laughs> controller and three months of Switch Online nice. and I don't need two of those three things but yeah. I would love a new Splatoon pro controller so I might just go for it uh, just because my I've been using my that's like my go to pro controller I just love the green and the pink and the and the yeah. you know, design on it so mm. oh, yeah. getting it reissued I'm, I'm, I'm just excited to be able to pick up a new one you know? didn't so, did, uh Nintendo released like a massive hundred page like ad extravaganza for Japan for like the holidays. Yeah, there's a oh, bunch yeah. of stuff. They re-released a bunch of bundles that they hadn't had out for a while. Like the uh, Super Mario Party Joy-Con bundle is back in Japan too. Oh, mm-hmm. wow! Oh wow! I didn't okay. look at it because it was Japan only, so I'm like, eh, yeah. nobody. Like, wow, care. I'm so glad we didn't get any of this. That's yeah, nice. I kind of still want to get a Smash version. ship internationally. That's, I have done that before. I have done that. <laughs> yeah, they're good. I still kind of want to get a Smash version of the Pro Controller. I always like that design. That's the one you have, right? Derek? Yeah, that's the one I picked up. Yeah. Just because yeah, I, I, I like that one. I wanted one that had a better D-pad because the D-pad, my sure. initial Pro Controller, wasn't great. Yeah. Right. Mm. I, I always wanted the Xenoblade one, even though I'm not a huge I so cool. should have picked up the Xenoblade one. Cool. I'm so upset yeah. that I didn't. Hmm. I think they, they mm. redesigned the D-pad for that one, too, didn't they? Like yeah, they the did. Improved D-pad. Mm-hmm. Yo. Oh, you know what? Actually, this is topical. It's not just a Mega Man mention. This is topical. I was helping my dad <laughs> pair some stuff uh, in storage recently, and I was going through a bunch of my old gaming stuff. I still have the uh, GameCube, like the Mega Man X Edition GameCube controller that came with, uh, or released alongside Mega Man X Command Mission. Oh, and okay. it has like X's head crystal as the start button on the controller. It's actually really cool. But apparently that thing's worth a few hundred bucks these days. I'm not going to oh. get rid of it, but... It's kind of cool that that I have something that's you know worth that much these days. I guess they were really hard to get back then too. I, I wonder if I should have got those really kitschy controllers they released back in the back in those days because 
I know Resident Evil 4 on GameCube had the chainsaw controller. Yeah. Right. Just yep. got brought up in the chat. Yep. And yeah. then uh, uh, for Dragon Quest Eight, they released a slime controller on PS2. I know it's Sony a little has slime. Right. I remember the, that. This big bulky thing, and yeah. you have the PS2 thing. It's not ergonomic at all, but it's a slime. That one. <laughs> yeah. That slime controller is available for the Switch in Japan, and oh, I'm really? going to get it. Yeah, oh, really? Nice. nice. So help me. Um, Etienne Ben says, "R if I want one." And for those of you who don't know what that's a reference to. The, there was a game magazine ad for this Mega Man X version controller that had like quotes attributed to various Mega Man characters talking about how cool this controller is. Mm. And so in the ad, it goes, R if I want one. And it's supposed to be Rush, right? But uh-huh. they attribute it to Zero. And it's one of the funniest miss oh, right, attributions that. in any game. I think I have seen that. That's so, that's so yeah. funny. Uh-huh. That, is, that is like a, if, if you're drinking along to the Mega Man mentioned game here on today's uh-huh. last night, do a double for that one because that <laughs> yeah, one that's pretty good. That that's was like good. some EGM level mm. <laughs> yeah. weirdness. It, it was an EGM, got. Game Pro, all those. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, I, I miss so EGM. I, I remember devouring EGM back in the day. Oh, same, same. I was at the. Uh, I don't want to call it a rap party, but they all got laid off. You know, the magazine closed, right? And mm. I happen to have a friend who worked it. This is just a weird tangential relation uh who worked at apple as a sound engineer who was also a freelancer for egm and just decided like i'm gonna invite all of them over to my house and have a party and he called me i lived like three hours away and he's like hey do you want to come over and meet all the egm crew that got laid off i was like yes kidding me yeah yeah i drove three hours to the bay area got ridiculously drunk and then had to sleep in my car because there were too many people at the house it's cold Worth in it. the Bay Area at night. That's the that's the moral of the story. Don't the more the stories, and then not have a hotel room, folks. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's anyway, that's it. I have no idea how those guys were able to do three person reviews for every single game. Magazine deadlines, man. Think about it. <laughs> I guess yeah. having an you entire had... month to do those. That's some. That's right. Crazy. Like some cases, you just had a month, and you had to fill what like a hundred pages, like True. between mm-hmm. your whole crew. So. God, that seems I mean, so easy we... nowadays. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's yeah. kickstart a magazine. Yeah. Let's, I'm right. sure that'll do yeah, it. Screw it. YouTube is over. We're going back to paper. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's going see back you, to paper, see man. See you all in December. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought I thought Andrew fell asleep. He froze again. Oh, gosh dang. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. I'm so like, no, it's so man, Andrew is not having this story so at all. Riveting. <laughs> he is, man, he's just like, oh, I am. What even is a magazine? It's freezing yeah. on the perfect frames. Magazines. Home. <laughs> See, God, I'm so yeah. young. I don't even know what magazine. What's paper? Is, is that something you get on your phone? <laughs> yeah, is that no, I love gaming magazines. Like, I, my parents were like, you know, they didn't want to spend the money on this. So I would go to like the library and pick up the Nintendo Power magazines that came out in the month and read those. They were just, I love gaming magazines. It's so mm-hmm. sad that it's just. I, no. I remember starting with GamePro and then I think I went to, I, I think I went to EGM because of just because of the demo desk they always did. No, uh, oh. it was official PlayStation magazine demo I got because discs. of the demo desk that came out all the time. EGM, I think I just saw, and I read it front of. I, that's how I know so much about games because of gaming magazines. I didn't care about yeah. all these games, but I wanted to read it back to front and see it. I read about the sports games for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So never good. actually read Nintendo Power though. For whatever reason, I think really? it's because when I was, really? I didn't have a, I didn't have Nintendo until uh, GameCube again. 
uh, just had a oh, big gap. Okay. And then when I got back to it, I was like, eh, it's Nintendo Power. These guys are biased, so I won't bother. I didn't read oh, Nintendo yeah. Power for the reviews. No. Mm-hmm. No. It was when... for the full page color pictures. No, Nintendo Power. I can't remember oh, exactly when it was, but Nintendo Power went through an interesting transformation somewhere along the way where they went from like a very kitty focused kind of like more like you know younger style of writing to more of an egm style like more young adult focused kind of edgier feel to it i don't remember exactly when it happened but i remember it being a very sudden shift from being you know very nintendo specific and kind of nintendo friendly language to Mm -hmm. just kind of a more adult bent i guess that Mm -hmm. you would see in egm or game informer or and but it, it was still great i mean nintendo power i miss it egm was like my number one Growing up, like people like Dan Shu and Crispin Boyer were like my heroes. They they were like who I wanted to be. Growing up, I loved mm. EGM so much. I remember oh, yeah. some of the EGM. comics at the back of EGM. The the Sue and yeah, Sue and, I forget the Shu, other guy. Shu and and who was the other guy? I forget. But some of those comics I remember reading and just cracking up at the Shu and Chan, wasn't it? I think so. But it's Sushi X. Some well, of them made me laugh, and that's X. where I discovered. I think that's where I discovered. Is that where I discovered Sean Baby for the first time? Because Sean Baby. God, oh, man, I haven't heard that name ups. in a while. So good. I used All to right. just, I, he used to crack me the hell up. Mm-hmm. Still does when I see his stuff, yeah. So it was, it was uh, Shu and Chan. And they actually ended up serializing their EGM comic into a regular oh. comic book. Which oh. Really oh, cool. Wow. I had no idea. That is awesome. I, I actually, for a brief period, Dan Shu worked at Sony as a PR guy. Mm. And I worked with him on covering Street Fighter 4, Super Street Fighter 4, uh, for the PS4, because they did a port like of the, of uh, Street Fighter 4. And I, I had to take a moment like when we were emailing back and forth about review code. And I was like, hey, man, I used to read you in EGM all the time. Like, I grew up reading your stuff. And he's like, yeah, thanks. That makes me feel real old. Uh, here's your code. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the right all reaction. Right, well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, the final bit of news we have this uh, this week is uh, just something minor. Consumer spending on digital games is up 14% year over year, which makes sense considering the year we're in. Uh, True. Right. Yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Because I have noticed, maybe it's just my group of group of people I'm with, you know, relate to. Uh, probably that. But it seems like more people are going for the uh disc version of P- the ps5 rather than the disc list nobody wants to go all digital with the ps5 it seems to be skewed heavily in favor of the disc drive equipped version yeah. um yeah. of the ps5 yeah Did although that may not list? just be because again you know people might want to use their existing blu-ray collection exactly that they have physically yeah i'm not gonna lie to you guys if i didn't get the disc version from sony i would have gotten the digital I, really no, really i wouldn't have in no, this business, no like, yeah, sometimes you get, like, physical... Like, I've had surprise physical games show up, and, and that's probably the only reason that I have a disc-based version of the PS5, but I don't care. Like, I don't really? think, you know, if I buy a physical game, it's more for my shelf, for my collection, than mm. it is for the express purpose of playing it, which mm. sounds really counterintuitive. But um, <laughs> at least in the case of the PS5... I really like the symmetry of the digital version's design yeah, where, really you know, nice. the, the disc version is a hundred bucks more and has that huge bump on the side for the disc drive, which I don't like. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also find myself more and more just wanting to have digital games. I mean, I already Same. have to, yeah. I mean, I can't 
there's no longer a hard drive space argument because games don't run off the disc anymore. True. They, they copy them down to the hard drive, so you're out of right. the space regardless. Mm-hmm. And then at least with digital games, when I buy them, the updates are bundled in. So I don't have to copy the game from the disc and then update the game. It's just up to date when I download it from whatever my eShop is. And I think it's because of the Switch that I'm more of a digital game guy now because my mm. Switch is just... I, I put everything on there. I spent a stupid amount of money to get a terabyte SD card for the thing. <laughs> and so everything Whoa. is digital on there. I, I have a hundred games installed. still have to cycle through. Yeah. I had to clear out some space before I could download Hyrule Warriors. <laughs> wow. I, I, I got I've a big same... one, but... Yeah, I think okay, I have a 512 in mine, or I think I have a 512. I think I have you know, a It's the exact like same with me. And like, Derek, you know, over the years in Game Explain discussions, you and I have always been the physical game guys. I love getting games physically. But more and more, Steve, I got to say, the Switch has been responsible for me really embracing digital. And I have some physical games on my Switch, but by and large, I love having everything on my switch digitally i feel less strongly about that about ps4 and xbox whatever i guess because they're not portable but yeah the switch has really really pushed me toward digital in a way that no other platform ever has i have to say i think the other thing that's kind of pushed me that direction is just because of the job we get sent digital copies you know of course so i already have it unless i'm really into the game in you know xenoblade chronicles 2's case I'm not going to buy it again, you know, I don't yeah. for the physical version. No, yeah, no, exactly. I'm the same way with the fact that the switch got me to do digital, but it's, it's mostly just because of portability factor. Cause mm-hmm. I don't want to have like, you know, a bunch of different cartridges available at all times. Just like, Oh, I got to make sure to switch out the cartridge with this one. And if I'm on like, I don't know, I'm thinking I'm about to say train, but there aren't a whole lot of trains I'm going on right now. <laughs> but in, in that kind of sense of like, if I'm going somewhere, I don't want to have to have all these cartridges available. I want to just boot up the games. But when it comes to like the PS5, because I haven't gotten a PS5, but if I do get one, I'm definitely going to get the disc one only mm-hmm. because digital games just don't go on sale as much mm-hmm. as physical games. Also do. very good. Oh, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. And yeah. whenever like, you know, a game comes out within like a month, two months, you're already seeing discounts at stores for like, oh, you know, here's the, I mean, even like Walmart does $10 off a new release game. So that's already a discount just mm. at launch and it only gets cheaper from there. And with digital, I mean, Sony does some good sales sometimes. I will say Nintendo games. No, no way. <laughs> yeah. You're, I mean, yeah. you can pick up a copy of new super Mario brothers, U deluxe for $60 or so or 50, <laughs> something like that on the eShop, or you could buy it for like $20 at a store. Yeah. 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 So no joke. I have been waiting for, Four years almost for a sale on Breath of the Wild, like the mm. digital version. Uh, so I reviewed the Switch forever ago now. And because the eShop wasn't ready, like when they sent out review units, they sent me a physical copy of Breath of the Wild. And, you know, I, I still love that game. I still boot it up like every couple months, right? And so Good I'm like, one. it's been in my Switch for years now. <laughs> like I'll, ta- I'll take some, you know, temporarily I'll be like, oh, I'm going to try Ring Fit Adventure. I'll take Breath of the Wild out for... 12 minutes and then i'll i'll put it back (laughs) and i'll remember what this game is i just keep telling myself like man breath of the wild has more than earned a slot in my digital library but i'm also not going to pay 60 bucks for it i beat it years ago Mm -hmm. but nintendo knows they know like i'm hoping when breath of the wild 2 comes out they'll be like yeah take five bucks off or something (laughs) but that's about as good as a sale you're gonna get no 
Ugh. Um, funny thing is, I, you know, I yeah, hanging out at conventions and whatnot, talking to Ant Dude. For whatever reason, switches his his time to go physical and everything. He has a massive really? physical wow. collection of Switch games. Is it because it's smaller? Digital. What's that? The, the case, I guess. Because the cases are smaller? Like he was specifically going to Limited Runs Booth to see what other games he could get to have physical. But he loves having physical versions of Switch games. I don't know. I forget exactly why. But that's his thing. I mean, I guess I could see it. Like Star if Space. Completionist kind of thing like you just want to have every physical game so 10 years from now you True. can break out a switch be, be that guy that has the entire <laughs> n64 collection <laughs> on that but that's only like 100 games so it's not too hard <laughs> well i guess like you made the point of digital and physical you they kind of you don't have to worry about storage space being a difference between them for like and PS5 that is the case in copies switch, for the most switch games. right most switch games everything's on the cartridge mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about it so i True. and you know s micro sd cards they can be cheap, but if you get to the one terabyte ones, it's gonna it's gonna cost you you know a penny. Mm-hmm. I don't know, <laughs> just a little penny, just a little penny, just a bit. So you know, you could save money going physical. You could you save storage space going physical. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's but, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, space. Plus, space like, I also part. just have an existing like I have quite a few movies on Blu-ray that I already own. I have some anime. True. You know, I just like the I like the freedom and the option of using those, right. uh, especially you know in a, in a new system that can you know potentially upscale. I'm looking at getting, getting a 4K TV pretty soon, so I just like having the option to use, you know, my discs. I, I bought them, I own them, <laughs> might as well be able to use them, right? Exactly. True. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I think we're, that's probably all we can really say about digital games at this point. And with that, we've covered. All of today's major headlines from today's news. Uh, But before we sign off, Andrew, where can everyone find you at? Well, you can find me YouTube, youtube.com forward slash beta64. I talk about game development. I talk about how games were made, unused stuff within the games, stuff like that. Just basically the history of the game and what was left out in it. Um, I also stream on Twitch Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. So in like 15 minutes. (laughs) <laughs> did i just time the episode oh i gave the episode a time of day oh, i'm so sorry oh no that's fine <laughs> so uh twitch.tv forward slash bay 64 i'm on twitter bay 64 official that's that's really the places that i'm at very cool if you're interested come say hi yeah definitely definitely uh but and before we of course uh go we have to give a special thanks to all of our patrons at the producer tier for helping to make this show happen. Really couldn't do it without you. It is massively appreciated. And an incredibly huge thank you to all the patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine folks include Rob Arman X, Dan Entwistle, Z Patty, Adam O'Sullivan, Floating Mew, Christopher, The D-Pad, Vesmio, OnStar, Dukamon, Diogo, Kieran Phillips, Benny Yao, Rosa Bowling, Steve's mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. Uh, Geller, Shiny Turkey, Titus Malvolio, Malvolio, excuse me, Jake Pelka, Michael Phone, Mitchell Herring, Top Dog, uh, 23100, Jay Acosta, Game Explain, and Charles Zaz. And remember that you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where you can watch today's news tonight live for as little as $5 a month. And thank you all so, so much for watching. If you like this video, 
Uh, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more, more good times like these. And until next time, good, light, good night and good vibes. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Have a good See weekend. Ya. Hell yeah. That was good.